Hi, welcome to Ready to Scale Season 3. I'm your host, Ellie Perlman. I'm a real estate investor, syndicator, and operator of multifamily properties. And in this season, we're going to focus on dialogues that drive success. Building real wealth is not a fairy tale nor rocket science, but there's so much to learn. So grab a cup of coffee and join me each week for in-depth conversations with successful real estate investors. Conversations that are designed to help you drive your wealth, investment, knowledge, and lifestyle to the next level. And of course, you can always go to my website, elliperlman.com, to read more about investing passively in multifamily. everyone. Welcome to another exciting episode of Ready to Scale. I'm your host, Ellie Perlman, broadcasting from the sunny and lovely Florida before I go back to Rhode Island after this winter is over. So today I want to talk to you about how the new stimulus package impact multifamily assets. So recently, you probably read about it. Congress passed a $900 billion COVID relief and a $1.4 trillion government funding package. So basically, Trump signed the package, and it's in effect starting December 27th. It will provide another direct payment, enhanced unemployment benefits, education funding, and aid to several sectors that have impacted the most by COVID. I want to talk to you today about the main parts of the package that are going to impact multifamily performance the most. So the first thing and the most important part of the bill, at least for my point of view as a landlord, is rent and utility assistance. So basically, eligible renters are going to receive rent assistance that includes not only rent payments, but also utility bills and any unpaid rent or unpaid utility bills for 12 to 15 months. Basically, the bill creates different levels of assistance for tenants that make less than 30%, 50%, and 80% of the area median income. So this is huge, guys. Basically, tenants that are making less than area median income can get assistance for delinquent rent, all the rent that they did not pay, and for unpaid utility bills. And it's also going to allow landlords to apply on behalf of their tenants. Basically, the landlord can fill up an application and sign the tenant on it and then apply to get the rent you know, on behalf of the tenant. Now, this, of course, is a huge thing, you know, for landlords, and it's going to directly impact tenants' abilities to pay rent and to landlord to basically to collect the delinquent rent, all the rent that is basically late. And we're talking about 12 to 15 months of assistance. So this is huge. And right now, you know, I can tell that we're already working on a protocol to basically apply on behalf of all the tenants that have delinquent rent. Now, in addition, and you probably heard about it, there's stimulus checks to Americans, a second one. This time, it's $600 for individuals that are making up to $75,000 a year, $1,200 for couples making up to $150,000 a year, and an extra $600 for dependent children that are under 17 years old. So basically, if there's a family 
of four people that could be, uh, you know, parents and two kids under the age of 17, then that means that this family can get a check of $2,400. So that also directly impacts tenants' ability to pay rent and delinquent rent. And we're actively knocking on doors to collect the rents, which we've been doing it anyways, but now we're doing it even more because we know that the stimulus checks have arrived and we want to seize the moment and take advantage of the the timing and make sure that those who are behind are going to come to the leasing office to pay their late rent. Now, in addition, there's an expanded unemployment benefits. So basically, the bill is providing $120 billion in unemployment insurance. And there's also the federal unemployment compensation has been extended through March 14th, 2021. And that's $300 a week. There's also an increase in eligibility period from 13 to 24 weeks with all benefits ending on April 5th, 2021. Also, there's an increase of the maximum number of weeks an individual can claim benefits through state unemployment up to 50 weeks. So again, this is another change, another good change that will directly impact tenants' ability to pay their rent. Now, not everything in a new bill helps landlords. There's also an extension of the eviction moratorium until the end of January, and it might be extended beyond that. Now, another area of the bill that I wanted to talk to you about today is the small business assistance. So basically, the bill is providing about $325 billion in small business funds. And this time, the maximum amount is basically reduced to $2 million. And the second payment protection program PPP loan is for small businesses with fewer than 300 employees that can basically show that their revenue has been reduced by 25% compared to last year, in 2020 compared to 2019. So there's a lot of grants for businesses in low-income communities and $15 billion in funding for live venues, independent movie theaters, and cultural institutions, and $2 billion for enhancements to small business administration lending. So they can basically take that money and lend it back to other businesses. So the fact that many businesses are getting additional help now, and there's a second round of PPP money where they can use that money to pay rent, to basically pay their employees, that's indirectly going to help tenants because many of our tenants, they are being employed by small businesses. It's not necessarily a mom and pop, you know, five people bakery. It's up to 300 employees. So many people who live in apartment buildings work for a company that employs two or 300 people. We might not think about those companies as small businesses, but technically they are, at least of the PPP. And so this additional funds through the PPP program, so that's basically helping business owners to pay tenants so they can still be employed and that would indirectly impact their ability to pay rent and for us as landlords to collect rent. So generally speaking, I really like the new stimulus package. I like the rent and utility assistance. I like the second check. I wish it was higher, but you know, I always say yes, you know, any 
stimulus check that people are getting in the mail now, it's a blessing in the short term. It stimulates the economy and it helps landlords collect rents, but we're going to pay for it in a long term. So just something, you know, to think about just printing so much money. Definitely, you know, expanding the unemployment benefits is something that really helps unemployed tenants to get funding and keep paying for rent. It's not really helping if someone is not a documented immigrant. So if they're assets that basically have a big proportion of undocumented immigrants, then that's not really helping them. Same for the stimulus package for the checks and the rent utility. We basically need to stay legally in the States to be able to enjoy those benefits. And the small business assistance is definitely a plus. Extension of eviction moratorium, that's something I really hope not to see as a landlord. It's definitely, you know, not helping. But as I mentioned before, it's different than the previous eviction moratorium because we can still evict and we have to stop the process only if the tenant did their own research, found the declaration they need to sign on that basically says that we need to stop because they declare that they've lost their job and they're making below X amount in income and then bring it to us. And only then we need to stop. But I can tell you that not everyone is doing it. Most tenants are not doing the research. And so it's not a great thing that the eviction moratorium has been extended, but it's less bad than the initial original eviction moratorium. That's it for today, guys. I hope that I gave you a little bit more information about the new stimulus package and how it can impact real estate performance. Be bold, be great, keep pushing forward, and I'll see you on the next episode. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.